It's Cotton Paul Show, episode 41. After one long year, or close to it, Scott and Paul makes its epic return. And what better way to make its return than Scott coming back on Thanksgiving Day to tell everybody that he actually enjoys Battlefield 2. What? Yes! Scott's the one pissing everybody off. Happy Thanksgiving. Hate him, Internet. Hate him hard. Scott and Paul Show, episode 41. And there's only one thing that could bring Scott and I back together again. It's not Thanksgiving. It's not Mario. Today is the 12th anniversary of the Xbox 360. Scott, are you excited? Red Ring Death Day, baby. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been uh, a similar situation at our house, this Red Ring bullshit. I had to fix my PS4 and my gamepad digitizer died on my Wii U. I'm waiting for it to come in the mail. So yeah, it does feel like the Red Ring days. And not only that, they fucked us on Hangout, so now we had to go professional and we're back to Skype. Yeah, and a shitty mic. Yeah, and I had to pay $40 for a fucking recording process. Because we're professionals, we don't steal shit. So, Scott, um, I guess this is how we're going to do this today. We'll do Mario Odyssey spoiler free, then we'll do a normal show, and then at the end of the show we'll do a spoiler episode of Mario Odyssey, that way everybody is happy. Sound good? That sounds great. So... I kind of, you know, I've never had issues with Nintendo. We've always been good with each other, right? I've never, no, you've, I've never said you, anything you, bad about Nintendo. Me and yeah, Reggie, we're tight. Other, we're tight. You were off the uh, Nintendo tra- train for like 10 years. No, 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 no. We're good. But Odyssey, it's all right. I mean, it's not a 10. It's like a 9.8. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know why they bothered. If they can only get a 9.8, 9.9. Yeah, I mean, it, it's no Super Mario World or Mario 64, but... I'd probably I mean, get it's 9.98. Okay. Oh, your review went up since we last talked. Yeah, I'm feeling better about it. Alright. Yeah, Mario Odyssey is definitely a return to 
I mean, Galaxy, I liked. I know you didn't really care for them. I liked both of them. Of course, I haven't played all the way through the second one. But it's definitely a, a welcome return to that format. I mean, I like the worlds and stuff that was in Galaxy. But just going back to that core 3D gameplay in the Kingdoms, uh, it's a step in the right direction. Plus the, the mix of the uh, 2D, 2D elements. Uh, that game is just fantastic from top to bottom. My only real complaint with it is I really don't care for the bosses, and it's definitely on the easy side. There's not any really difficult difficult sections. Well, it, if you want to breeze through the game, you can do it in about, what, eight hours, seven hours? Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. I took a little bit longer, but... Yeah, I didn't spend a whole lot of time getting extra moons. But that's kind of the way it's designed. It's kind of like Mario 64. You can go right through it. But there's 800 moons. So you can breeze right through it, be satisfied that you got your story mission done, and then go back for the next several months and work your way through the game. And then that's when all the challenges come in there. So you will get your heart expert level. So by the end of the months, you're going to get your hard stuff. So you should be an expert by the time you're done with this. Yeah, I mean, I've watched a few YouTube videos, and there are some crazy uh, feats people are pulling off with Mario, like getting him through the levels. And basically turned him into a little parkour king. It's insane, some of the stuff they're hitting. Yeah, you realize you suck at this game watching some YouTube videos. Yeah. I mean, that was like the first day people were just cracking out this crazy stuff. So, the game definitely has a lot of possibilities. Yeah. Um, there are, I guess you can call them microtransactions. We'll get into this later. But they're not disgusting. And they're easily achievable. I mean, there, I saw one that was somewhat ridiculous. Was the Mario boxers at the point where you should be able to achieve them in the stage where you should have got like a thousand coins for the bo boxers? The stage where you should be able to use them. This is not really a spoiler, but. The point where you should have them, it should be fun. You kind of have to go back to it later. Yeah, some of the, co I mean, I thought all the costumes were pretty cool. And some of them, though, like you didn't, it seemed like you didn't really get them until you were late in the stage at times. Yeah. So There was one in particular that basically the level, you're really only getting it as you're completing it post-completion. Yeah, that's one of the earliest costumes. I was kind of surprised because that definitely fit the theme of the level. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. little things like that. But yeah. I mean, that's just that's just splitting hairs. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Whoop they do. I mean, it's not like I'm not gonna go back through that stage and spend a lot of time in it post game, anyways. Yeah, I am. I mean, I am going to spend a lot of time in it, so I have plenty of time to play dress up, I guess. As a 36-year-old as a male complaining about the costume in a video game. Yeah. Uh, Visually-wise, game looks good. Looks good handheld, yes. looks good on TV. I'm 
playing it on a 50-inch 4K TV, and it still looks good. I mean, so did Mario Kart. Oh, yeah, the... the I mean, yeah, the fidelity is, is, is good, you know, but the art design definitely lends to that um, appeal. And this game has a huge, huge... Um, I'm I'm searching for the word here. A plethora <laughs> of styles. It's not the word I'm looking for, but it's you what say I'm going to use. Plethora. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you got you have a stage that looks like Castlevania. Um, then you have a stage that you know is your typical jungle type setting. I mean, and it just it all looks fantastic. So, and when the game really first pops in the collar into that brightness it's it's like a i don't know it's a kick in the pants because you're playing it and then all of a sudden it's just boom there it is you're like wow this game looks really really good how did you i never got to play the two-player aspect of the game did you get to spend any time with it no my kids um told me about it but they haven't really played that part and i haven't yet either i have i don't have any i know it's not a traditional two player it's like you take control of the hat or something right yeah one player controls the hat so and the other player is mario so you're able to run off and kind of explore where the other guy just swings the hat around and attacks all the enemies mario can still do the climbing and exploring and you can still do the ass bump but I mean I guess it's good for the kids to play as Cappy but I don't know yeah my two kids are young enough that you know we'll probably do that at some point they'll enjoy that I mean they haven't hit puberty yet where they're like no dad that's stupid <laughs> I want to play Call of Duty Actually, my nine-year-old would rather play Call of Duty most of the time, but regardless. <laughs> I think he has to get stuck to microtransactions. Yeah, well, he doesn't work, so he doesn't really care. He doesn't get a chance to buy any of them. How do you feel about the uh, story aspect? I thought... Um, there was more story to this one than I think any Mario game I can think of. I mean, it's it's normally Mario's just like, "Hey, the princess is missing, go get her," and that is it. Yeah. And this one, there's there's definitely a, a theme, um, a slight continuation of the story from stage to stage, which is probably not really been done much since what. Mario 3, you know, when they give you the little text boxes when you get to the kings mm -hmm. in each world. I mean, usually it's like the first level, they say something, and the last level, you go back to it. Yeah. I mean, I can't really think of anything offhand. Maybe New Super Mario Brothers Wii had something like that. But, um, yeah, it definitely, I mean, it doesn't, it's not a huge story. It's, it's still extremely shallow. <laughs> but whereas you're standing in wet sand in most Mario games' story, at least this one, like, your toenails get wet. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. There's more story, but it's not a huge story. So can we 
finally say that this is the true successor to Mario 64? Yeah, I think so. I think it's the, the first true sequel to it. That's how it felt to me. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's times where, you know, Mario Galaxy flattens out and you have state, you know, I mean, it has that. But a big core part of it is that little prince type worlds that you run around on. Yeah. So, and your boss fights, you know, you're in that that three-dimensional right. sphere moving around. So, yeah, it's I mean, I really like the Galaxy games, but this one I think is a step yeah. above. Yeah. And we can't go into spoilers on this part, but I mean, there are moments in this game where you will just sit there with a big smile on your face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mine was about five minutes in yeah. and then about 10 minutes in then maybe 30 minutes from there yeah. <laughs> just but, every little bit yeah. i was like wow they really knocked that out of the park but then there will be a few times where you would be like seriously what the fuck and you just will move on but there's few and far in between yeah i didn't i mean there's a couple moments where I think they I, I hate to use the word they could have been just a hair more creative in the boss fights but there are some really good boss fights too or there's bad save points at uh, yes, yes yes there was a couple times where I had to run back over a lot of territory and it's like I appreciate games like that, but Mario wasn't designed to be like that, especially in this case. Yeah, and it was just it was just bad decisions because there's a lot of save points that it makes sense where they're at. So be yeah. consistent there because if the first half of the game the save points mean I don't have to replay an easy but lengthy section over again, um, then later in the game I hate to play an easy but lengthy section over again. But I mean none of the sections are really truly they're not long. But it's long enough where it's like, all right, I, I freaking screwed up, and this is kind of annoying. But yeah. in a game without lives where you just lose a few coins, I mean, I guess that's I can accept that as a penalty. Yeah, And like 99% of the time playing this game, if you screw up, you realize it's your fault. But yes. But 1% of the time, you realize this is just stupid. Why would yeah, they design a, it this way? There was a few moments where... And it's a 3D game, so the camera, which I will say for a 3D game, this is probably one of the best cameras ever. But there was still a time or two that I was kicking along and turned the camera and an object gets between me and Mario and I took a cheap hit or fell or something. It was just like, ah. Uh, but, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. yeah, that's just, yeah, Ninja Gaiden <laughs> was the worst for that. Yeah. Jeez Louise, such a good game, but man, they freaking tank you when the ninjas are jumping on you like that. But anyways, mm. you know, I mean, it wasn't part of the design. It's just they can't account for every freaking 360 degrees of motion on the camera through that entire game where there's not going to be a moment or two where if I – and I'm the one hitting the stick moving it most of the time or I'm in a section and I should be thinking, well, if I really take the camera over my head and all these blocks around me won't block my camera at any point. You know, I mean, I could – some of it's me, but it's just a 3D game. It's just the nature of the game. you got to accept that occasionally a camera's going to get screwed up. It's not a camera screwed up because of poor coding. I'll say that. How would you feel about Cappy as a companion to Mario? 
Uh, actually, I, that was one of the things that kind of concerned me. I thought, man, it's, it's like Flood from Mario for the GameCube, Mario Sunshine, yeah. which is, I mean, that's a great game. It's just Flood keeps it from being a fantastic game, in my opinion. You know, like top-tier Mario. It's it's next tier, which is still head and shoulders above most. Um, that's uh... Sunshine's kind of getting like a cult following, and I might have to get me another copy and try it again. But, yeah, definitely, it's a gimmick, but a gimmick, I mean, the definition of gimmick is just to attract attention. Um, it's a gimmick that's functional and works, and it's very fun. So, every time you take over an enemy, it has a purpose to the level. Um, and I mean, a lot there, I can't think of one that I did not like. There's not one enemy I took over that I didn't that I didn't like taking an enemy over, that I, that I felt like it was holding me back or anything. Like they all made me feel more powerful. Um, I don't know. They were just all fun. That's that, that's what matters. They all had a function. And it yeah, every, they had a function and it was fun and it worked. That's the three things you need. Um, motion controls. Nintendo wants you to play with the motion controls. For some reason, they're stuck on this gimmick. How'd you play it? I use them occasionally, even though I set back with the Joy-Cons detached in TV mode, because, like, I have a new baby, <laughs> so he's <laughs> sleeping, and I got my arms crossed, so I got my right hand over by my left shoulder, and my left hand over my right shoulder and I can still play the game just as comfortable as ever. That's an advantage I never thought about for the Joy-Cons. Hmm. But because I was holding him, <laughs> I couldn't really swing my arms around. Um, the the one move where it zips the cap around you in a circle yeah. is a pretty awesome move. But you don't have to you don't have to use it for one. And two, the number of situations in each stage where you really need to use it or what, you don't have to need. You never need to use it, but the, where it would be beneficial, it's a couple times each level, so it doesn't really matter. It, they're they're basically optional. I mean, there's a few extra things you can get Mario to do, and I believe there's stars that you have to use the motion controls to get the stars because you get a little bit extra jump distance um, based on what your what obstacle or uh, what little theme park they've designed to get to this star. There may be a motion control that can that will get you there. Uh, but I haven't got to that point yet. So, but me, I mean, uh, as I've said in other podcasts, as long as I'm not just waggling, just to waggle, like yeah. uh, Twilight Princess uh, on the Wii, that that drove me nuts. But I've mm -hmm. played games where motion controls was just fine. So, I mean, I go from playing Atari 2600 to playing PS4. So, control configurations uh, doesn't bother me a whole lot. Occasionally, but I like good motion control. I love it. But Nintendo did a good job with this one. The motion controls work. Like you flip Mario's hat, and it's like I think once it's out there, if you snap your control in a different direction, like the control goes in a direction, you snap it. So like I can throw the hat straight in front of me, and then I can kind of cock the hat to the right, like a curveball, like. I don't know. I'd have to try it again, but I, I think that's how it worked. And that was pretty amazing for a motion control. Not that that couldn't have been achieved with a 
twin stick, I guess. Yeah, but, it could have easily, but yeah, they just chose not to implement it that way. Yeah. I mean, maybe your camera would have been like spinning around while you were doing it or something. I don't know. Well, all you had but, to do was map the controls. Yeah. And, yeah, and what if, buttons. what if, I mean, you're supposed to be able to take this damn thing with you on the go. If you're holding it in your hands, you can't do yeah, that. You, yeah, you can't do that if you want to. Now, the shake motion controls still work, but I don't, I'm not a fan of shaking a handheld. No. I'm not going to shake I mean, the gamepad, I'd shake the gamepad. That thing's a freaking tank. Like, like if a robber came into the house and had a crowbar on my left side and my <laughs> gamepad on my right side. I would not think twice about slapping him with the freaking gamepad. I'd probably shoot him first, but that's <laughs> beside the point. If I was out, if I didn't have my firearm, Andy, I would slap him with the gamepad. Or just throw one of the old Xbox Dukes at him. That probably take him out. Yeah, I've got. I have a couple of those. Yeah. And then you know, so I got some heavy artillery. I got some uh, Dukes. I have some uh, Dreamcast controls. We're ready to go. Yeah. Jaguar controllers. The 64 control is really not a small control as far as as dimensions goes. Yeah. That's a big control. Yeah. It just doesn't weigh a whole lot. I missed the Dreamcast. But uh, well, we can't get started on Dreamcast. We'll have a whole other episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> we got stuff. Speaking uh, of which, I did do VGA Dreamcast the other day on my big screen upstairs. It's pretty freaking amazing. Yeah, I still can't believe I didn't buy one when it was eighty dollars on. Anyway, so so we uh so your final score is nine point. I would eight, say I would say like a nine nine five. I mean, I'm nine, just ninety five out of a hundred. I gotta change my whole scale for this one. Ninety six out of a hundred. Ninety eight out of a hundred. It's was, just really fucking good. You know that? What is it? Buy, burn, sell, or? Oh yeah, ours was buy. Yeah. Yeah, this buy is definitely buy. We can give you. Yeah, like this is the kind of game like. Unless we you... want to go like um, Melcher, and give a brand new rating where he went from a five scale to a six scale, we can add uh, a new one and make it a, a, a classic, instant classic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Buy lobster through EBT card and sell it, and then go buy this game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. I'm just saying, go to extreme measures to get this game. I mean, we are almost at the end of the year. So, Scott, I don't think anything else new is going to come out this year. So, you're almost at that point. You're going to have to choose. Xenoblade Chronicles X2. Or no, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which is a supposed return to form to the original Xenoblade Chronicles. That comes out. But there's no way in hell I'll have that finished by December of next year. So, yeah, so it's think, kind of disqualified. I think you're stuck with Zelda or Mario for your game of the year, probably. Yeah, and I'm actually kind of surprised that it's hard to choose. Both two completely different games. What I, was your I, Zelda score? Uh, like the same. Here's what I'll say about... I'm going to go with Mario, and here's why. Zelda is an extremely 
finely crafted, excellent game. I can't, I mean, control-wise, the art style, the graphics, the sound. I like the, the low use of the score for once, the way they handled it. It was more ambient. Um, the boss fights, the exploration, all that stuff. It's top freaking notch. But Mario is just more fun. Okay, but didn't they... I'm not a Zelda guy, so... From what I understand, they basically redid what Zelda is. Yes. Um, yeah, like before, like you always had your your dungeons set up, and you went into each dungeon and you collected your pieces, and everything was in a certain order. This one, you got basically four dungeons, but you don't—they're not really dungeons. They're like these big beast weapons that were designed to be used against Ganon that you have to take back. And they're not really big. I mean, they're just, they're not, they're not these huge labyrinths that the old dungeons are, were. There's none of that, unless you count exploring Hyrule Castle, which is an adventure in its own. And Hyrule Castle, yeah, that would kind of qualify. There's some really cool stuff and some boss enemies in there, but there's not really your big, your big dungeon with all your traditional traps and traditional puzzles. They got a bunch of new like magic spells that Link uses his little tablet to activate. And, uh, which, you know, they had a yeah. freaking gamepad and a switch coming out. So of course it's got a tablet, but it, it's awesome. Um, so you use those abilities, but you use those abilities in every dungeon, uh, rather than going into the dungeon, picking up the item specific to that dungeon, using it to solve the puzzles. And then you have, like a hundred shrines which are like micro dungeons which take up a lot of the which make up for a lot of that if you want to go that route but that's how you get your extra stamina and your extra hearts because they don't have the heart pieces anymore not and, in the traditional sense anyways yeah it's you have open world as well to compare yeah it's to open world yeah what it used to be yeah which one people complain saying you know oh it's going to be open world means it's going to be empty and, well, it does feel like a wilderness, but it doesn't feel like, to me, it doesn't feel like an empty playground, like, and I mean, I like games like Skyrim and stuff like that, and they're great, but there were moments you're just like, man, I'm, I'm just out here in the middle of nowhere, and it's empty, and That's kind I of think, the adventure, isn't it? That's kind of the adventure, and see, I, I don't ever really get into that complaint, because me running into NPCs out in the wild in certain areas, it's the location you run into them, and that you fight them in or come across them in that can help make that interesting. But no, it's, I think they could have probably used a few more villages, no doubt, you know, but I mean, Zelda's, Zelda's amazing, but it's, it's, it's still Zelda. You're still that, man, I got a quest. I got to smack this evil monster down. And Mario is just lighthearted and fun. And I mean, and really, for me to pick one over the other, I am splitting hairs. But I did have just... I don't know. I just have such a good feeling when I turn Mario off. I'm like, wow, that was just joyous. So Absolutely well, joyous. Mario I think the was brightness, a throwback to the old school, and it kept what Mario was. Mario's yeah. a, a remake. Not a remake, but a, a continuation of Mario 64. You can give it points for that or do you give points for Zelda where it's a reboot of 
the franchise. I think it's a step. I think Zelda's definitely a, a step in the right direction. Um, I remember with Skyward Sword, which Skyward Sword did have its issues, but you you're you're in the formula, and people were tired of the formula. Um, I could play the formula all day long. I mean, I still play freaking Mario Brothers. Oh yeah, a couple times a month. But the point being, they moved in the right direction. Um, hopefully, in the next one, they just get rid of, rid of weapon durability or yeah. make them about twenty times longer. And frankly, that'd probably be the biggest defining factor. I mean, I liked finding new weapons because it is its own thing. I mean, there is a huge bonus that you're always on the lookout for that cool new weapon, and weapons are freaking everywhere, and uh, especially if you have amiibos. But um, yeah, they just the weapon durability would definitely be my number one complaint. Well, that's why and I'm not buying it. I don't have a big complaint about Mario, but I have a huge complaint about Zelda, and that's... That's why it's not getting Game of the Year. Yeah, I would say so. And plus, you know, the the rain and the climbing, it seemed like every time I'm like, alright, man, I'm almost to where I need to be. I just gotta climb up this huge cliff, I have the stamina, and then the freaking rain would start. And it's like... It's like climbing it, Mordor. <laughs> Well, yeah, and it makes you fall, and you can't climb. You can't climb the the hillside, and so you got to wait for it to quit raining, and that's a pain in the ass. And what hurts that is, it just seemed like it happened too often to be coincidence. Hmm. It's like the game's like, oh look, there's a tall mountain. That means it's time to throw the rain at this guy. Oh, so Saruman's like, over there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I might be wrong, but that that was a common complaint on some of the message boards that I frequent. And some of the people I work with, so we were just yeah. like, man, it seems like every time I had something tall to climb, it freaking rain. I'd have to wait. So, other than that, atmosphere, I don't know, man. Zelda's like the atmosphere. It's it's so atmospheric when you're out in the plains, and you got your even with my, I don't have surround sound anymore. I got rid of that because it was too much junk in my house. But the even on my TV speakers, it was just like I almost felt like I could feel the wind hitting me. This the sound design, everything. I mean, I can't, I can't brag about Zelda enough, but it does have two hmm. major faults in my mind. That's They're not game breaking yeah. by any means to me, but I can't think of anything other than maybe Mario's too easy. But that's not game breaking to me because at my age, I enjoy the hard games that kick the shit out of me, and I do seek those out. But it's nice to have something that I can just play and have fun too. Well, you have about five hundred more moons to get that will probably kick the shit out of you. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be a journey. I'm not gonna try to do that overnight. Yeah, that's a marathon. Well, talking about kicking the shit out of you, EA is here to kick the shit out of your wallet. <sighs> well, first things first. I may have went against one of my bands and purchased a uh, a switch, but. Somebody else went against their band and did something that may make somebody hit unsubscribe. Scott, yeah, what did I bought you do? Battlefront too. That's right. Scott went against the internet and bought Battlefield 2. But he did it for the show, to review. Yeah, that's right, man, because I don't get review copies because I'm real, bitches. <laughs> yeah. You can bought out by nobody. But my, we don't get uh, Patreon. We have to pay for our own Squarespace. But you can find me on the internet, uh, Electronic Arts, if you ever want to do that. But, yeah, the thing is, 
I banned EA. Yeah. <laughs> just going to throttle us. Just like Ubisoft. Yeah. That's right. Actually, um, I, what I heard, uh, Assassin's Creed isn't bad on the, their uh, microtransactions on Origins. You don't even see them. You have to actually go to a separate screen to see them in the game. So they well, did that's good. good. The uh, original ban on EA was because of ESPN 2K5. And I maintained that ban until Battlefront 1 came out. <laughs> so, and then I thought, after Battlefront 1, which, I mean, that was a good game. I mean, I put 40 hours into the damn demo. It was good. I spent a lot of time playing that game. You know, I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that needed improved, no doubt. Um, single player game. That would have been good. They needed a, a single player game, for one. Um Weapon accuracy uh, need a little bit of work. I don't know if that was in the in the net code or in the actual accuracy coding of the weapons. I don't know what it was. The flight, the flight needed. Yeah. The flight controls needed a shit ton of work. Not that I didn't have a lot of fun with it and spent. I spent more time in Starfighter Assault than anything. But they should bring in somebody like Criterion to do that. Yeah, yeah, because you know yeah. when I point my cursor at someone and your auto aiming laser because we got to have everything fucking easy mode anymore um makes me miss if a guy is banking hard left or right it makes my my lasers shoot right behind him so i would have to not even use the lock-on feature and try to and learn to manually aim which is fine Hmm. but lock-on helped you keep a sight on that guy too bad factor five isn't around anymore to make like rogue squadron games i mean maybe yeah that'd be nice but i mean Battlefront 2 is improved in every way except one, and that's the microtransactions. <sighs> Heroes are way better. The trooper combat is way better. The design of the maps seems to be better. I know I just played the um, Galactic Assault map for Kashyyyk, and today was the first time it's gotten my rotation, and it was freaking epic i loved every minute of it so yeah i like it i mean you know maybe there's gonna be things as i play that i don't like but i mean the microtransactions are shut down for the moment keyword being for the moment yeah it'll be back so the um you're playing this on xbox right yes so it's a great multiplayer game with a half-assed story mode wrapped up in multi multiple layers of microtransaction bullshit I like the story mode but yeah it's still half assed <laughs> it's like <laughs> I mean, six five, hours yeah, six or seven hours max yeah yeah. I mean what's there is exceptional I, I mean for that game engine and the the idea that it's Star Wars skinned over Battlefield is definitely exceptional. Yeah. Um, Does it feel they like give you... the, the heroes were thrown in there just for you can... Man, you want to buy these guys and with multi... for your multiplayer, so you better be able to get the multi... I, that that... I, never, I never thought of it like that till just now. Yeah. Probably so. <laughs> yeah. I didn't pick up on it. But what I will say is that each each hero level seemed like a love letter to that character yeah. and was very well written 
and Lando Calrissian has his level was worth the price of admission because I was cracking up like the whole time I was playing. He's amazing. Mm. Um, on Solo's level had its moment, but Lando's was was hilarious. So they were all good, and they hit they whoever wrote that understood the core characters, um, the core of each one of those characters. Um, and it seems to me they definitely had read expanded universe material for one of them because of his sage wisdom and intelligence hmm. that really wasn't evident in the first three movies. No, I, I can't remember. I think the last thing I read was that it was either Disney or EA was the one who wanted this sh- the microtransactions put in there. EA. EA was the one who wanted it. EA did. Disney did not like the negative backlash and stepped in, was what I had read. Because I sent you a couple of them. Yeah, that was one, one of the ones you'd sent me had stated that. And it was... Yeah, I wasn't aware of any of this microtransaction stuff. I heard the word loot boxes, but whatever games are using those, I haven't been playing. So I didn't really think much of it. And then, like, three or four days before release... Like, I became aware of all this, and I was like, oh, bullshit, I'm canceling that as soon as I get, you know, not busy. Yeah. And then I'm, Paul sent me something else, and I was like, fuck it, I'm canceling this motherfucker. <laughs> I turned my fucking account on, and it's like, your item was delivered. I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> so I got signed, there it is. So, yeah. yeah. But, so, I mean... Actually, I think there was somebody who spoke on anonymity was saying that because the story had flipped because now I think it was actually Disney I think was the one saying push it and then once the backlash came we're like oh no 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 we never said that that's entirely possible because I mean Disney's a corporation when you expect yeah I don't for a second think that they're any more um virtuous than electronic arts but they own the ip and i can see them saying ah we don't want to hurt the brand this blew up in our face let's blame ea but i mean ea's caught a lot of backlash over the past five or six years especially so i mean maybe they're kind of seeing the writing on the wall i know i don't know there isn't a, there i'm sorry let me rephrase let me say that state that again uh, or change that statement EA is not going to see the writing on the wall because morons like me buy the fucking game and, yeah. and make this possible. I don't buy the microtransactions typically. Um, I did buy the season pass last year. It was on sale for like 50% off for Battlefront 1, and I really wanted to play those Death Star maps. I mean, the most I do... I spent a lot of time playing that game. I just get... Every year I pay my $32 for EA Origin. So I'll just wait a year and I'll get it. Yeah. That yeah, it's Madden. definitely good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just wait till the next Battlefront comes out. So I guess my ban is basically banning everything not Star Wars. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I can't help it. I've been gaming Star Wars since I was like freaking 11 or 12 years old when Super Star Wars came out. I think I was the first. I played Star Wars Arcade back when I was young, before then, before I had a Super Nintendo. 
So, I mean, I've been playing since at least Star Wars Arcade. And I'm pretty sure I saw Empire Strikes Back for the 2600 somewhere once. <laughs> when I was like four or five. So, because I remember the walkers, I think. But yeah, I definitely did play Star Wars Arcade. And then the first Star Wars game I played after that was definitely Super Star Wars. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, I can't, I can't go without Star Wars. I'll take a shot on pretty much any of them. But that being said, I mean, I think people should probably go ahead and boycott this one um, because that shit's coming back. You might as well get used to it. Um, They may not have the price of the heroes as high, but it's going to be full of microtransactions. That was the big stink that pissed everybody off. I think from my perception in the comment sections that I looked at and stories, the big complaint was – I just want to fucking play as Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker, and you're putting him behind 40 hours of game. Each one, each one, behind 40 hours of gameplay or a paywall, and it's like, yeah, I, I agree totally, and that's why I was wanting to cancel. Well, everything well, they reduced those prices. Everything on in the game was like two thousand and something dollars for everything. It was it was two thousand like one hundred and twenty bucks or something in DLC. Yeah, is what they have in that. Yeah, and oh yeah, you can unlock it if you play long enough. Yeah, and it was a hundred and thirteen days is what we calculated. A hundred and thirteen eight hour days to unlock everything. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck EA. Or die. Yeah. Or I'm just not going to unlock everything. I'm going to unlock the characters, the fucking cards. Whatever I get, whatever I get. I'm not worried about. I mean, yeah, I want the cards, but they make your character more competitive. But I mean, so far I've been cleaning up in uh, Starfighter Assault with just one card. I'm fine. I haven't even loaded my second card, even though I have a slot open. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. And from what I was hearing in some of the early reviews was how unmatched it was in, in the multiplayer. That you can go out there and you can go on a awesome streak but then some guy is a level four and will just beat your ass and it's because of the fucking cards because well the cards rank up like i think there's like one card uh which character is it but it's the which i mean you'd have it's leia i think she gets like no i'll tell you what it is it's the um uh, it's like the rocket trooper or the flamethrower trooper, something like that. They get a twenty percent health bonus if they have a ranked up card, or or higher. It might be twenty five percent, but there there's there's one card that has a really high health bonus. Plus, there's other cards like you get more health regeneration points and all this other stuff. You can really make that character a tank, and that's cool for someone that's put the time in for it. But for some dude that's like, oh, I'm dropping five bucks on this, fuck y'all. Yeah, that's aggravating. That's pay to win. You know, the other way is play to win. I, I've grinded that out and got that. But now you're wanting pay to win. And I mean, I'm not paying DLC. I'm not paying DLC to get bonuses on stats and shit. You might as well be selling me horse armor. I mean, I guess the stats are actually useful from a gameplay perspective, but they're they're literally one step above horse armor to me. I mean, whatever. DLC to me that I would pay for is characters that don't cost $15 a piece. Five to seven bucks or something. 
And that even is pushing it. Like in a fighting game, I might do that. I don't think I would do that in like Battlefront, even for like Vader or somebody. Okay, here it is. Uh, Dice began to work on a mode like uh, Overwatch, where everything was based on cosmetics, loot box bullshit, and it was Lucas Arts that shot down that idea. Lucasfilm shut that bullshit down. And my son's wanting Overwatch. So you could have had cosmetics. That would have been your microtransactions. Yeah, cosmetics is one thing. Extra yeah. fighters or something, as long as they're balanced. That's a, that's something else. Um even so, like map packs, you you want to play an extra map or two, drop a few bucks, that's fine. Well, doing that as long as it's separates the player base. Well, that that's that hurts the health of the game. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Everybody has to have the same. But if you want to pay five dollars so you can look like Han Solo, wearing you know Empire Strikes Back gear, that's one thing. Fine. Go yeah, ahead. I would like to have some uh, uh, clone era Jedi prequel Jedi like Kit Fisto and. All those guys. I'd pay a couple bucks for that. Hell, I think on Force Unleashed 1, I paid for Kit Fisto. Because I think he's still alive, man. <laughs> I think he's I think he's got some sort of weird Natolan healing ability, and he just got his guts cut out, but he was okay because he played dead because the Emperor forgot about it for a minute, and then he ran. Well, we all know Mace Windows alive, so why not? Yeah, that's right. He never died. We didn't see him die. We just saw him get his arm cut off electrocuted to death and shot out a window. Well, we all, well, we all know that Jedi can jump from high places, right? That's right. I mean, look at look at, look at at Attack of the Clones, man. I mean, Obi-Wan or, no, Anakin, he must have fallen, what, 4,000 feet before he grabbed onto that speeder? Yeah. He was at terminal velocity at like 100 feet. Yeah. Well, Luke can fall from high places too, man. Yeah, world, shit, he fell. World's like, largest water slide, but he, without water... <laughs> Yeah, when he, even though it was at a slope, when he hit that slope, he should have exploded. <laughs> <laughs> but he did not. He didn't. Well, so, he's using the force. It guided him. Yeah, but I mean, that, that makes sense to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um. Hey, but if back anybody's to what? But back. Sorry. No, I was going to say this. Uh, go ahead, because I was going to go to a different subject. Anyways, back to Battlefront. Oh. The the as far as the game goes in its current state, if really good map design, improved combat, improved starfighter control. Starfighters control the way they should. Um, you have way less instances of slamming into the ground. Um, aiming works way better. Uh, I like the bonus point system, the battle points. I mean. Instead of finding an icon laying on the ground and being the first guy to run across it and be able to be as Darth Vader or whatever, yeah. if you're doing well in the match, you earn points, you get to do it. Now, your better players are going to steamroll, but that's but that's earned by skill. You know what I'm saying? So That's not microtransactions. Right. In, Star, in Starfighter Assault, I get to roll people. Um, in, gra in the ground assault stuff, I get my ass kicked because I'm just... I get to play with some of the lesser characters, but I, I, it, it's going to be a long time before I ever see Luke or anybody like that. 
Well, Plus, I'm playing heroes versus villains, which is way more fun this time than it was the last time. Well, next year I'll see you. As soon as it comes yeah. free on EA <laughs> Access, I'll, I'll yeah. be there. And the other thing is, they reduced the prices on those unlocks for like Luke and Vader. Well, they reduced the prices what seventy five percent for everything. It went from sixty thousand credits down to fifteen thousand. If you play through the campaign and spend about two to two and a half hours in the multiplayer, let me rephrase. You can have if you just spend like two and a half to three hours in multiplayer alone, you can unlock either Luke or Vader. They're the most expensive at fifteen thousand credits because you get challenges like win your first blast match win your first strike match stuff like that and you get bonus money for that stuff for these things you do and plus the credits you earn in the matches that adds up really quick at first but like so then when i went through the campaign that got me up to so i've got two of the fifteen thousand credit characters and one ten thousand credit character unlocked and probably 12 to 15 hours max of gameplay and I mean, I, I'm I'm just estimating. So, I mean, I I have Leia, Luke, and Vader unlocked. So, wow. Yeah, it's it's not that bad. But no. once you start completing challenges to where you're not getting challenges completed so quickly, because now the challenges are harder or it's a more obscure way of getting the challenge. Um, you know, like one might be kill 15 enemies or five enemies or 25 enemies. There's like one for killing 250 enemies. So they, the the influx of credits slows down quite a bit. So now it's starting to take me a while to build two or 3,000 credits. And now I see why it would have taken 40 hours to unlock. But I think in 40 hours I can have most of the characters ready to rock. All of them, I think. And then they nerfed you on the arcade mode. Yeah, 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 that sucks. Well, that's EA, what you expect. Yeah, that was that was the other way that you could have earned points daily. So, but they gave you seventy five credits a day with your daily loot box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's gambling. So, um, Batman season three came out. Well, episode three, season two came out. Um, Scott has not bought season one yet. Uh, episode three, season two can't really give any spoilers, but uh, season two's kind of really the Harley show, but this one, uh, episode three was probably the best one of the bunch. They're finally really getting into Harley and and the Joker being, especially Joker, being kind of really who he is. You can see the turn of him being the Joker. And it's really funny. This episode, and it had some really good, exciting moments. So, it's sad seeing that Telltale starting to lay off people and change what they're doing. I forgot how many people they laid off. But, uh, don't know what they're going to do. Especially since they announced that they're doing Wolf Among Us 2 next year. Or, yeah, it's next year. Uh, Guardians, I finished that one. 
which should be a Black Friday sale on that one. Scott, you need to pick that one up too. Even yeah, it's you, on my list. Even though you can't afford to download it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I uh, uh, I love the Telltale games, but I've only completed I think three of them. Yeah, but Guardians was uh, I don't really like what they did of Gamora, but she's seen more of like the heart broken more worried about her sister than being the badass warrior that she is but I gotta have that dramatic tension yeah I mean it's not so much dramatic tension it's just so much I'm so worried about my sister and what I've done what can we do and oh Darn, it's CW. all my fault. Yeah, it's kind of it's CW, CW shit. Yeah. But she'll go from that to just beating the hell out of everybody. So if you can get away from that, everything else is fine. So it's like season four of Arrow. <laughs> is, is that I'm, how Arrow is? I, he's, he's I made a mistake, and then I lied about it. <laughs> and now I'm mad at you, and you lied to me about my lie. Uh. It's every 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 episode of Arrow, and then just, he gets murdery. I just broke it down for you, and <laughs> then yeah, then there's a fight scene, and then they're standing around bitching about lying to each other, yeah. and then there's a fight scene, and they're bitching about lying to each other, and then he recruits somebody, and then they bitch about lying to each other. But I, I love it, but yeah. it freaking I hate it. I hate I love and hate Arrow so much. I mean, it's between that and the unnecessary flashbacks between him and his mother, which. I'm just telling you right now, it happens. I don't give a fuck if that's a spoiler or not. It happens over and over again. So Lie, lies, liar. You're going to get, I would say it's like a, if you can stand that, it's like an 8 out of 10. If you can't stand that, you're probably looking at like a 7, 7.5 out of 10. Yeah. I don't mind flashbacks unless they are... Every freaking episode, like Arrow. <laughs> oh, it kind of, it's in every episode. Yeah. But, but the problem is, it comes at a moment sometimes where you're like, just finish the story you're telling now. Why is yeah. it happening now? Yeah. I mean, Arrow's first. I know we're talking about Guardians, but just yeah. talking about like flashbacks. Like, Arrow's first season. They had two concurrent stories that actually met at the end. Yeah. And they were two good stories. After that, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lying liar. I mean, their theme song, they should just dump it and play some Henry Rollins. Because I'm a liar. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's what Green Arrow works out to. Yeah. So. It's lying liar face. Um, liar liar pants on fire. I bought the order. Eighteen eighty six for like three dollars. Too much, huh? Yeah, you got ripped off. They should have paid you three dollars to play it. Yeah, should have paid me eighteen eighty six for this fucking game. <laughs> it was. I, th- I think I told Scott this game was like watching a forty hour game on YouTube, and they just put all the cutscenes up, and they left in a couple of. The video game, game scenes moments. up. Yeah, that was it. 
Metal Gear Solid 4. It's... Yeah, the, a game that got a 10 from GameSpot, or GameStop, no, GameSpot. But yeah, it's... it's it, I'm it's, sorry, Metal Gear Solid 4 is, is... I mean, it's fun when you can play it, but it's just... Ugh. I can see what they were going for, and there's some amazing cinematic work done in a game. It's really awesome. But there are moments that are so fucking annoying in the gameplay. And there are... It's just bad. It's just really bad. The story is not very good. The ending is just, what the fuck? It has no real conclusion. And you know there's never going to be a sequel because they're selling it for three fucking dollars. Yeah, that game's done. Now I'm more likely to buy it because of how bad you're telling me it is. Just to see. There are... Uh, I, I wish I bought it in a physical copy so I could give it to you. Maybe I can game share it with you. <laughs> yeah, see, that's another advantage to buying physical copies. Yeah. You can take them out and piss on them when they suck. Yeah. Um, so you just you just fry your PlayStation if you piss like off. Like we were talking about checkpoints. There are so many checkpoint issues. Especially in the stage where you have to go to Tesla. Holy shit. It's just... Oh, my God. But again, there are... There's things to learn while watching this game. <laughs> Good way of saying it. Yeah. While watching this game, there are things you can actually game developers watch it and pick up. It's like this is what you could do when you're making a game. It's like it should look this good. And you should make it look this fluid. Just everything else don't fucking do. Yep. Yeah. I saw the I remember like the E three stuff for like order. I was like, Oh, it looks like a cool theme. And then Yeah. Like the initial review started pouring in, and I was like, "Man, it sounds like you're just watching this whole game." Like the yeah. story that they 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 pump about how you're fighting all these lichens and and shit like that. That's like ten percent of the game. That's it. I remember maybe one two. Like maybe three sections of the game, you actually fight those things. The rest of it, you're just fighting rebels. That's it. Oh, I that sucks. Whole, I thought the whole game would be like you're out there hunting yeah. down all, all. Yeah. No, you're, it's not you going out there fighting fucking likings. It's it's mostly you fighting rebels, and then every now and then you they might show up like, uh oh, look. Over there in the corner, there's a fucking werewolf. Let's go get him. Well, that's just stupid. That's what I, yeah, I thought the whole point of it was that killing werewolves. No, they may pop up every now and then because there's a underlining thing, but the majority of it is there are there's rebels there, and the backstory is that there's werewolves. So is this like um... during the time of Jack the Ripper? Kind of like Aliens, Clooney, and Marines, as I like to bring that one up all the time for bad examples of gaming. Yeah. <laughs> um, you buy an Aliens game and spend half of it fighting um, 
mercenaries that you almost can never hit. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden there's the alien pops out. Yeah, and then runs straight at you repeatedly. Yeah, that's basically it. That's what you're doing. Yeah, uh, if those aliens had attacked uh, in the James Cameron flick, that movie would have been over in 40 minutes. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'd have killed all the aliens in the hive. So, yeah, that game is a 2 out of 10. This is a yeah. burn. This is a severe burn. This is a delete and burn. We don't give very many burns on this show. No, <laughs> no. Like even burn. like like even aliens like post patch is <laughs> playable. Burn. I mean, you know, it's like a five or a six maybe. If you're into the multiplayer and there's still people to play with, I'd give it a six. Post patch. Yeah. Uh the core campaign sucks. But it's fun playing with people. See you don't even have that option in eighteen eighty six. No. So I have a delete. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, your your hard drive has herpes now. I haven't finished playing it yet, but I can go ahead and say it right now. Go ahead and buy Golf Story. But I don't know if, yeah, it's if gonna you're going to be... spend three. If you're going to spend three dollars on a game, you buy fucking anything. Yeah. Anything else. Yeah. Did you finish anything else? I don't think you had time. Uh, Golden Axe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they had the the Golden Axe collection or whatever it's called on sale on Xbox One for like two fifty the other day. So I got it, and me and my kid played through it. Which we played through it on Genesis too. But being able to sit down and just chill in the living room downstairs on the big screen, I was like, yeah, it's worth two fifty plus some achievements. I believe Black Friday oh. sale Xbox Game Pass is going to be a dollar. So, that's a pretty good one, deal. Yeah, for like a month. So, people should check. So that, that means out. it would cost me like twenty or thirty dollars a month to play games. Then by the time I download, well, unless you come to my house and you download everything. Well, if net neutrality gets shot in the foot tonight, it it's cost not. Everybody it's, more. Gonna, it's gonna pass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's two right now. Yeah, I actually do have another game. Um, mm. Doom 64. Oh, yeah, you I did play that. that. You did beat that. Yeah, I beat that last week. Um, this is a game that got kind of shredded <laughs> back in the day because of control. But I'm going to tell you, if you set those controls, that may be the best original era Doom game. It's very, very good. The only problem being is you have to set the controls every time you load your save file. Or every time you turn the game back off and on, you have to reset your. You have to set the controls, which takes like ten seconds, but it's annoying as shit. Um, they fixed that, that now, game, though, right? What's that? The controls, the reset. You should be able to patch that in now. Yeah. Well, you can't patch a sixty-four game. <laughs> oh, new, Nintendo sixty-four. Oh, Nintendo you're, 60, not, you're not yeah. emulating it, are you? Oh no 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 no! I'm 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 on the original system, son. The um, Doom sixty four is I I really think out of the original Doom Doom two Ultimate Doom Final Doom all that crap um, and Doom sixty four that's the best one. I mean, it's it's freaking good. Uh, the level design. I mean, there's a couple shitty levels. Don't get me wrong, because there's thirty two total. Four are hidden or five are hidden or something. Um, Set your controls, turn your brightness way up. That game's good. Um, 
for those of you that don't want to deal with all that shit, you can download the um, port for the PC where someone's fixed the brightness and now you have keyboard and mouse control. And I'm betting that you will probably definitely agree that it's better than Doom 1 or 2, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, my only complaint is at the end of the game, like the game gives you no clue that you need to find these four artifacts that will upgrade this like demon weapon and make the last stage fair <laughs> because it is not fair at all if you don't have those artifacts and I had to beat it without any of them because I was like I'm not starting all the way over and it took me about four hours of my life to just get basically the random numbers to hit my way but anyways the level design is mostly really 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 good the levels are creepy Doom is an action game through and through and it doesn't ever make me feel scared, really, or creeped out. But Doom 64 creeps me out a little bit. Um, the ambient use of sound, they don't have the heavy metal soundtrack. Um, the lighting effects on a Nintendo 64 game are used to very, 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 um, very effectively. Uh, the new enemy designs, I mean, some of them look a little bit like claymation. Or not claymation, but like... It's early 3D model rendering, and then they took a picture of that 3D model. So it looks like maybe a little bit... I don't know. It's more crisp, but kind of fuzzy in a way. But the enemy designs, I really like most of them. I thought they did a really good job redesigning the enemies. Um, it's missing Spider Mastermind, The Revenant, which I think The Revenant's trash anyways, and the Archvile, thank God. But, I mean, it's... The game is good. It's very good. I was I was shocked. So I bought it because I was on a big Doom kick, and uh, someone said, "Well, if you change the controls, it's a lot it's a lot better." And I was like, "Well, whatever. I'll give it a shot." I love it. I love it. So now I'm going to play the the PC port at some point, and uh, probably love it more. So because because last month I beat Doom 64. This month, last month I beat Brutal Doom, which is an awesome PC mod. Uh, beat Doom on 32x, but that's and that's the other thing. Anybody that's listening right now, Doom 64 is not Doom One or Doom Two port. It is a whole new exclusive Doom game that was only released for the Nintendo 64. All new level design, new newly redesigned enemy appearances, all that stuff. So very very good game. Highly recommend. And then there is. Kyo Flying Squadron for Sega CD that I picked up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you keep it? For now. Yeah. I'm not I'm not really a flipper, but you don't that's want a lot. you don't want collector's remorse. <laughs> You're going to feel yeah. bad if you see that in somebody else's collection. Yeah, or that price drops dramatically. Um <clears throat> It's a good game. I mean, it's not fantastic, but it's 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 pretty good. It's definitely not worth the price of admission, but they don't oh, make no. a game at that price. Um, well, Battlefield 2 says differently. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's $2,000 difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good shooter. You know, the mechanic that makes it good is that when you you have these two little dragons, and if you hit the C button... They will nuke the bullets on the screen, and they fly out like five, like a spread shot, like in Contra, and they do a lot of damage. The so it's kind of like a 
it's I mean it wipes the bullets off the screen. That's a pretty powerful ability. And what it is balanced by is you have to stop shooting to regenerate the little dragons. And sometimes the screen gets filled up while you're trying to do that. So there is a balance to it. There is a strategy to using it. Um, Power-ups are pretty cool. And level design, I mean, it's a shoot 'em up It's left to right. Um, the boss fights are pretty fun. I've, I've played about halfway through the game about four or five times. Um, yes, I've been getting ganked. And, uh, I mean, it's pretty good. It's a good game. I would have been happy to have bought that years ago. <laughs> but, yeah, I recommend yeah. emulating that one, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, there's better shoot 'em ups don't get me wrong. But it's 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 a good game. Yeah. And it's cheesy as shit. It's a cute 'em up is actually yeah, the genre yeah, film. Yeah. If, if you look it up on YouTube it's Japanese as fuck. Yeah, so. beyond Japanese. Like the one stage you got like the suicidal Japanese people jumping off the cliff and then the screen scrolls down. And they try to land on your head. And I'm thinking, oh, well, there's a waterfall on my left side. They'll be all right. You get out of the bottom, it's rock. I'm <laughs> like, oh, well, I guess they didn't survive. Yeah. So. There's flying pigs, too. I thought yeah. that was kind of funny. When I saw those, I was like, I've had all these years of playing games, I don't recall ever seeing flying pigs. Mm. I'm sure a serious Sam or something like that had them. But right. I don't think I can think of anything. I'll beat Castlevania, the adventure for Game Boy. That's a slow ass game, but it's solid. That's fun. I think that probably sums it up for October and November. I, I'm sure I've probably beat something on Xbox Game Pass, but I just don't remember right now. No, I have. I just don't remember. Well, <clears throat> I say that's about it for the main show. So we're going to quit now and talk Odyssey spoilers. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, we'll eventually be back, maybe. Said that last time, took a year. So, happy Thanksgiving. Everybody go watch Stark Hade, 1987. Or Survivor Series 87, very first one. And we will talk to you later. Remember, this is it. It's your last chance. Odyssey spoilers. Goodbye. Scott. What's up? Mario 64. How you like the kingdom? Which kingdom? The kingdom at the end of the game. <laughs> spoilers, right? We're good? Yeah, we're, we can do spoilers now. Yeah, the Mushroom Kingdom is pretty tight. It's yeah. gorgeous. I was just like, that was one of those moments where the screen opens up and you just you smile. You're like, man, yeah. this is awesome. I mean, the nostalgia factor hits because the castle's close. To 64. Yeah. You know, and there's definitely some huge references to that once you get inside of it. And the music. Bum, yeah. Bum, 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 or whatever it is. Yeah. I was 
Yeah, it's definitely awesome. It has the moat around it. I yeah. mean, it's not that far off. You get so. uh, stars in there instead of moons. So yeah, yeah. First thing you get to I jump did. Jump the paintings. Yeah. First thing I did when I went in there, I tried to look up, hope I could fly, and I couldn't. I was disappointed, but well, can't win them all. No. The um, did you get Yoshi yet? Yeah, I got Yoshi. Yeah, I was. I saw those berries and it didn't click. I was like, "Why can I not do anything with these berries?" And then when I got up the top of the castle, there I saw the egg. I was like, "Oh shit, that's what the berries are for." Yeah. So, did you play the retro level in that one where you jump down the well? No. I about beat my head off the wall playing that. Holy cow! It's. Oh wait, no, no I haven't. No. Why Man, you... it's like it's set up where like you walk in, you go inside the little pipe, and you're up in the little retro thing, and there's like a black shadow that moves with you, a black background, and if you jump out that background, you go back into 3D and you fall out of the game and die. And I could not get that mechanic. I knew it was there, hmm. but by the time I was dodging a bullet bill, I'd forget about it and I'd get ahead of it and I'd fall out of the fucking map over and over and over. I was, I mean, I was ready to freaking lose it there's two stars in that area so mm. it took me like probably 25 tries to beat that and i was pissed that it took me that many tries because i'm usually pretty epic at mario 2d mario but you know what it's like we were talking uh when we were texting back forth a few weeks ago or a week ago is the slight difference in jump timing in the 2d sections versus the original super mario brothers right. is fucking killing me Still, I cannot get that programming out of my head. But I've been playing Mario Brothers One for thirty years, yeah. and I mean that's he jumps just a little bit less distance, and he doesn't hang the same way, and it it throws me off. Yeah, there's but, a slide. There's a slight slide. Yeah, well, Mario was always a little slippery, yeah. but he doesn't cover the distance. Like, I'm used to hitting that run button and him accelerating super quick once I jump and going up and then gliding wherever I need to go. And in this one, he just hits this one arc, and it's just yeah. it's taking me a lot of time to, to get that right. I'm still not – I mean, and that's a minor gripe of mine. It's like, if you're going to include that, get that mechanic right. But at the same time, the mechanic they have is very, very functional and works. It's just not as slick as the original mechanic. Yeah. Because yeah. that jump distance and control, they kept the timing on that through multiple iterations in the series. Like Mario 1, 3, Super Mario World, uh, I believe Mario Land 2 for Game Boy. And I want to say New Super Mario Brothers even kept that same travel, that same timing. And then now all of a sudden, I, I'm pretty sure the New Super Mario Brothers kept that timing. But now the timing is off enough that it throws me. So now, if you put goddamn different graphic on it, it wouldn't phase me. I would learn it instantly. Yeah. Like two or three jumps, I would have it. But because it has that Mario One skin, I it's killing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, New Donk City. Oh my god! That was so beautiful. That's, yeah. That was. Yeah, that was that was that. You know, I I always hate when someone writes this is a love letter to this i think i just used it on the podcast a little while ago it was a love letter to the character i hate that trope cliche whatever yeah. but that one 
you can't you what else can you say except that was a love letter to to the series that was and it was so well done yeah that was great it makes you wish that nintendo would sit down and just do a whole brand new 32 level super mario brothers with proper jump mechanics (laughs) (laughs) not new super mario brothers well well they have code they still have the code they don't have donkey kong code but they have that code yeah the uh oh you were marking out pretty hard on the uh bowser stage yes they need to make a game out of that just like they did with the captain toad's treasure tracker that was a that was an awesome 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 section of that game um I don't know how you get so many different characters to control in this game and get every one of them right. But Bowser was epic. Bowser, so give him, yeah. give him a host of enemies to fight and some bosses and, I don't know, 25 levels, 20 levels or something. He's just a beast. Yeah, I mean, they have the game engine to do it right now. Yeah. You know, they, I mean, it wouldn't take that much. But, like, I mean, him smashing through the walls was really fun. The, I mean, you could shoot flame, but I don't recall any point that it was ever useful. There wasn't anything to fight with it, was there? Would it blow no. the rocks down? I never tried. No, I just remember him smashing. Yeah, if you shake your Wii, your game, and what the hell they call them, your Joy-Cons, Joy-Con. he will sh- shoot fireballs. He'll shoot a flamethrower jet or something. I never breathe fire. Yeah, but it do, I don't think it does. I mean, I'd have to try it to see if it'll break rock or something, but I don't remember it doing anything. But, like, I thought it was awesome when you're running on those blocks that they turn into, like, the, the gold bricks. Oh, yeah. Like, And I was like, wow, that that's, like, awesome because the Mushroom Kingdom, if you read the original manual for the original game, is everything's been changed. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's pretty cool. I mean, I'm sure somebody at Nintendo thought of that. Because if I thought of it that quick, somebody that works for them had to have thought of it. But, I, you know, the way the gold block started sliding down and the way all that worked and knocking the the four pillars, the columns down, that was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. That was a really good section. Well, the good thing is now that after you beat the game, you don't have to do all that bullshit with the Amiibos anymore. You just have to find those big ass blocks and this ass bump them and, and opens up all the uh, amiibo unlocks so yeah you can find all your moon locations now yeah I've never used my amiibos on this yet I just use my wolf link that's it I just cheated fuck it yeah I have the Peach and the wedding dress amiibo. I haven't opened it yet because it's not for me. It's for one of my kids. Um, I ordered the Goomba and the Koopa Troopa, and Best Buy says they shipped them to me in October. And I've got so much stuff coming in where we've been doing Christmas shopping that I didn't catch that that had been shipped, and they shipped it to the wrong address, huh. and it's been completed for over a month. Yeah. So I gotta call them and see if I can get that straightened out. Or I'm out twenty bucks, but that's okay. They'll be out of customer. 
So, but yeah, back to Mario. Um, I didn't think I would like it, but the little birds with the like sword nose that you stick into oh, the wall. Yeah. I saw those. I was like, I don't want to take control. Those look stupid. Man, those were awesome. That was really fun. So, I mean, just every mechanic in the game was right, except for 2D Mario. He was just good. <laughs> it was just, it was just great. It wasn't excellent. I mean, that's everything you can say about the game. If there's something to complain about, well, it was only great. Well, the, the transition between 2D Mario and the 3D Mario was was splendid. Oh man, it, yes, absolutely. I'm hoping there's more 2D sections that I haven't found yet. So, I mean, there's New Donk City and that one that I was bitching about a little while ago. They're they're really good. Um, none of them were bad. They were all good. So they 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 absolutely knocked it out of the park with this game. I think the only boss stage and never completed was the Water World. Lakeview, or the hell they call it. Yeah. I never did beat that boss because I couldn't figure out how to get up there. Yeah, I think I beat all the bosses. I didn't do that one. That was like my one thing I stuck with. I was like, I'm going to beat all the bosses before I go. I think I was at work, and I was on lunch. I just couldn't figure out how to get up there, so I said, screw it. And when I got home, I was like, nah. Do not like Water Worlds. One of them I wasn't overly excited about, but the other one I thought was pretty good. The one that was more like a beach. We had to fight the octopus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought that one was pretty good. That was a good balance of water and the ground. The other one I didn't like as much. But this is the best water worlds Mario's had since Mario 1. Because he does swim pretty quick. He just sinks slow, which irritates me. It was pretty fun controlling the football player. Yes, there needed to be more of that. That was fun. You only got to do it, what, twice? That was there's, it. There's two bridges you needed to do it on. Two. That one bridge is a little bit too narrow, but... Yeah. Yeah, that 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 section was, was very good. But it was the, fun as hell just burrowing through people. Yeah, when you go in that cave and that first starts, it's like, wow, that's a huge level... And it was really, it was really big, and it was fun. The um, the dragon fight's pretty good. That was a good boss fight. I liked it. That dragon is awesome, so looking. Yes, yes. It's like, I, I mean, it's Disney level, like old school Disney good. I mean, it is just an epic, epic dragon. Bowser's Castle is what the name of stages. Crumble. I thought it was Crumble something. Crumbledon Kingdom or something. Anyways, it was pretty epic. Bowser's Castle because you don't fight Bowser in his castle. No, you don't. I think it's called Bowser's Castle. It, either way, it looks like, like Scott said earlier, it looks like Castlevania in the yeah. sky. But it's awesome as hell looking. Yeah, everything looks like Dracula's Castle. Like the pinnacle of Dracula's castle design from like Castlevania 3's artwork and, or something. And the first time you see that dragon, Bowser's flying on the on the dragon. Yeah. This is badass. That dragon and is awesome as hell. The thing about the dragon is it's not like 
It's not a excuse me. It's not a cartoony dragon. I mean, it's it it has some of that cartoony element, but it's about five percent of its DNA. <laughs> it's an intimidating looking beast. I mean, it wouldn't have been out of place in uh, what was that movie, Dragon Slayer? Yeah. It wouldn't have been out of place in that. No. I mean, I mean if this my, was the Unreal Engine. It would be a lot better. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of out of place for Nintendo. Mario because it was more realistic looking. They didn't make it cartoonish. There's a complaint I just never really put into my head until you said that. The humans. New Donk City. Not a fan of the humans. They should have made made them look like Mario. Like his body structure. Um, It was jarring is what it was. Um, The designs aren't bad. That's not what I'm saying. But, like, you can tell they use, like, real simple skeletons on those. They just, they just, they're out of place with everything else in the rest of the game. Yeah. For more than one reason. Not just because they're relatively normal looking humans, but because that skeleton makes them stick out to me. Yeah. You can tell it's super simple. Whereas Mario moves extremely fluid and every other enemy does. So, yeah, they were kind of a stiff addition to the game plus i mean for the males it's all the same model right pretty much males same character females. model so, yeah no i guess we're a multiverse now so it's all the same yeah i mean I, it makes sense for goombas they all look the same <laughs> <laughs> but again that's just a minor detail it's a minor detail i guess with the game it, i just don't know why they made mario look completely different I mean, him and I guess him and Peach look completely different. So, why not? Well, yeah, but they still look like they come from the same DNA pool. You know what I mean? <laughs> His he's just tall, bit more skinny, and he's short. And well, I mean, he yeah. doesn't come from the same universe, though. I that's true. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, I was um. The what was the section? The T Rex, that was awesome. Yeah, but you, you only get the. Yeah, he only controlled him for like five seconds. Yeah, you got him twice. They needed more of the T Rex. They needed more Bowser. So, you got a good game when you say, "Man, this section was so awesome." They just needed more of it. Yeah. And you can say that about practically everything in the game other than a few minor things yeah less water stages though the moon physics were pretty cool yeah yeah and i haven't explored that outside area very much i know i saw a couple stars and purple coins and things like that so i have to go back and hit that but um i thought that was gonna be like a short level till i got inside that cave and i was like oh shit this just got long so i did not like the rabbits yeah, what was it with Nintendo rabbits lately? Them Ubisoft has got some kind of... I don't know. Are the rabbits new? Are these new characters? I'm pretty sure they are. Yes. I would okay. like to take a shotgun and murder all of them and cook them for dinner. And you'll fade our traction on their asses. Yeah, I would skin every one of them and devour them. Not very so. good characters. No, they were... I mean... They were, you know what? They 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 felt like a real sad attempt 
at making fun of like a redneck from like night from like the 1800s. Oh, that's how, I mean, it was just, it was out of place with everything else in the rest of the game to me. And the, I mean, the boss mechanics were okay with them. They were just really annoying characters. I don't know why they didn't bring back Goombas. Yeah. Why not have Koopas? Um, Koopas, yeah, I know yeah. what you meant. The Koopalings. Of course, maybe they felt like the Koopalings needed a break. Saturation, you know? But Mario's pretty saturated and everything, so. I mean, Goombas, Koopas, yeah. Piranha Plants. The later part of the game didn't have very many Piranha Plants, like the last third. Yeah, only really that one stage where you're. The forest one. Forest, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, now, the underwater stages, when you take control of the cheap cheeps, the fish, yeah. they, they, they controlled pretty well. They were fast. So, yeah. I just, they just, the game is so good. Yeah. So good. I can't believe it took me that long to finish it, but it was like the last four times I picked it up to play it, there was an immediate need for my attention that, <laughs> well, gaming just had to take a backseat. Yeah. Real life isn't, it was just like, it was like, damn it. And as soon as I picked it up today, I was like, I'm going to finish this. <laughs> the baby was like, I need fed now. I was like, ah, poor little guy. So I fed him. But that, I mean, that's life. Yeah. Man, that game is good. <clears throat> I hope they're working on the next one. Uh, I mean, literally, they, they, could, they, could, they could take that engine and make a brand new retro 2D Mario a freaking Bowser smashes the world game or whatever, and another 3D Mario. So, I would like to see multiplayer, like couch co-op. But, I don't know, maybe System Link or something. But now, who knows what that would do to frame rates and things like that. Plus, I do want to see another 3D world. That was up until I played up until I played this one because I play it with my family. Yeah. Yeah, 3D World's a good game on its own, but when you play yeah. it with your wife and your two kids, it's a blast. Oh my god, it's so good. I mean, it, we almost burned our house down a couple times because we all hated each other because <laughs> you screwed up, you messed it up, we were almost to that freaking star. Yeah, that's that's the thing I don't like about that. that oh and, man. Uh, The 2D game, the last one they had, Super New Super New Super Mario Brother 3D, yeah, I did not like that. 3D World with the cat suits. 3D World with cat suits, it's fine on its own with two players, it's a pain in the ass. But Super New Super Mario Brothers. I haven't played the Wii U New Super Mario New Super Mario U. I haven't played that. Now, New Super Mario Brothers is good, but um, there's less room for error in that. There's yeah. a lot more room for error in 3D World. But to me, that was part of the fun. I mean, we play Uno just so we can be merciless on our children. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, like, you know, teach my kid, hey, man, you're supposed to be a team player. You can't be falling that hole. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 You don't get in each other's way as much in 3D World, in my opinion. So, but but anyways, Mario Odyssey. I mean, the music, the score, 
I mean, it's just wow. Everything was just perfect. The fire flowers. When you throw the hat and you run real fast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those sections were pretty awesome. The Hammer Brothers are really fun to take control of, too. Yeah, yeah. And then you beat the cheese with the freaking hammers, the fine <laughs> stars. Yeah, cheese, cheese world. Not to mention, you could rapid fire them freaking hammers. I can't, I mean, I don't have any major complaints. A couple minor ones. But, yeah, I mean, they're yeah. just... Yeah, nitpicking why, really yeah that's why I guess 9.8 I really wish there were some microtransactions yeah <laughs> I mean yeah. I really need Nintendo to get more access to my wallet yeah by selling me they could sell me uh what more armor for my football player like horse armor different yeah. theme well the I beginning of Mario when you go in and everything's like black and white and grayed out and dull Yeah, I was like wow they're really kind of setting a kind of a off tone here and then you go through that one door and the collar hits everything that was definitely a, a moment that made a smile on my face so Cappy's a ghost right he's dead yeah he's some poor soul that possesses people and enslaves them right. so how do we know Mario you know it's like, uh, you ever watch Game Theory or Film Theory? No. Well, they're pretty funny. They're pretty good, too. They come up with these theories based on elements of these games, and you you would probably enjoy most of them. But usually it's like a big conspiracy about what's actually going on in the game. Um, like, uh, I don't know if they did this, but this is a, an old theory, is that in the original Karate Kid, that Johnny's actually the good guy, and Daniel-san's the prick. <laughs> and it makes perfect sense if you read it out but I can't remember if I got that from film theory or not but anyways um, my game theory would be that is is Mario isn't really aware of the truth his perception is altered by Cappy who has possessed him to accomplish his own nefarious deeds yeah. and it's backed up by the point that at the end of the game Peach doesn't want anything to do with Mario what's up with yeah. that she loses ass saying. hanging out there with Bowser Yep. So Cappy, 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 and his old lady are behind something. Yeah. It was kind of funny at the end though. It was just <laughs> they both take off and this Mario's patting Bowser on the side and they're both crying. It's like, yeah, we got fucked again, didn't we, buddy? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I thought Bowser was gonna get on the airship with him, and go for a ride, and I was like. He just kidnapped her. Like, was going to marry her and probably do other things. Yeah. Then Mario kicked him in the head and jumped off from him. So I was like, all right. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute. Mario was able to jump off Bowser for once? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's never happened. I. Maybe in their physiology, he's able to jump higher in space. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Of course, he jumped off the front of Bowser, too. I, I would like to have seen, which I know you could take over like the Fire Brothers, but like being able to pick up some of the more traditional pickups, maybe some sections with the stars, like an Invincibility Star or a Fire Flower or Raccoon Suit, I don't know, something. Yeah, but, the cape. I wish the cape would have came back. Yeah, the cape would have been good for this game. But I don't, it's not a big, I don't care that they didn't. It just, hey, that would have been cool if they would have tried that and see what they would have come up with. 
So, like if, I mean, lose, you lose Cappy, so you got to get the cape to go get him back. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But I never. Well, I don't know. That makes me think of that damn thing that eats your shields in Zelda. I hate those sections. Um, I never noticed the Fire Flower was missing until after I beat the game. The traditional Fire Flower. Oh, yeah. Well, so, you see, that's not really an issue, then, to me. No, because you just had Cap nice. to make up for it. Yeah, I just didn't ever notice the Fire yeah. Flower. Yeah. Take away one thing, get something else in return. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a buy. Yeah, it's a buy. I got the pre-order. I don't typically pre-order games, but... Yeah, um, I pre-ordered it as well. I think I pre-ordered three this year. Zelda, Battlefront, and Mario. <laughs> That's a record for you. Yeah, three in a year. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I got the coin, the little cappy coin. You've yeah. seen it? Yeah. So, that came. Yeah. So that's kind of neat. It'll go on a shelf and stay there for the next 20 years. <laughs> Gets it thrown away when I die. Yeah. Dad's stupid Mario shit. Yeah. Well, I think that about wraps it up. So, is there anything else about Mario that we missed? I mean, the mini games. There's volleyball. There's the jump rope challenge. There's the RC car challenge. Oh, yeah, I mean, those RC were... challenge. That thing was. No wonder that fucker couldn't drive the car. Yeah, the RC challenge I didn't like that much, but yeah. the jump rope challenge has that leaderboard, and that's kind of cool. I didn't see the uh, jump rope challenge. Where was that at? It's in New Donk City. Hmm. You got to jump up over the ropes. So I mean, they they start jumping. The, you got obviously jump rope, but the timing changes on it, and it gets faster. And you got so many times you jump without screwing it up, and if you get so many times, you get a star. And I guess there's a second version of it too, but there's an actual leaderboard for hmm. online. So if you go back to New Donk City, that you look at leaderboard, you can see where you rank with everybody in the world on that jump. No, I'll be at the bottom. Yeah, me too. But because I did it like twice, I was like, yeah, I got my star the first time. I was like, I'll try to get my score a little higher, and I think I got like two higher or something. Hmm. So I, plus whoever it was, is probably some little Japanese kid that sets and does it for like forty hours a week, just jumping rope because he's gonna be the top of the leaderboard. He can unlock That's, Luke if he did that forty hours a week. Yeah, so. Yeah, I'd, I'd say we pretty much covered everything. I mean, it's just it's Mario, but it's it's top form Mario. Yeah. It's 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 the probably the last one of the last pieces of the puzzle that might have salvaged more than 13 million sales for Wii U. Yeah. I'm not saying successful, yeah. but more than 13 million. I, th- I think it's already hasn't already outsold Wii U. No, it's we used thirteen million, right? Yeah, like thirteen and a half, fourteen, so yeah. almost fourteen. And the supply constrained switch is it like what six or seven million? Uh, they're putting out two million a month now. So it won't be long. Yeah. Okay, so top four Mario games: Super Mario World, Mario sixty four, Odyssey. Mario Brothers? I would probably go... Your top three is the same to me. Yeah. 
And then it's a toss-up between Mario 3 and 3D World. But I have the family element with 3D World. That has been that was some, I had a five year old and three year old in the house playing that with me. And that was some of the most fun I've ever had gaming. So that puts that up there. I can tell you from a gamer perspective, one player, I think Mario Three is the better game. But experience wise, I enjoyed 3D World more because of sitting down with my two young sons and just laughing our asses off and then wanting to fight. And <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Yeah. So. Uh, according to VG Charts, which is notoriously unreliable, but can get you in the same state as far as sales numbers goes, 7.4 million switches. So, but it's supply constrained. Yeah, well, by in a way, the Wii U never was. The Wii U was only supply constrained like the first what week, mm. something like that. Like they sold out their stock the first week, and then after that, it was always available. I uh, say by February it'd be caught up. Because from November to November of 2012 to like January of 2013, they sold like 3.4 million Wii U's or something. It actually started out kind of hot, and then it flint went flat as shit. And it wasn't a supply issue; it was a lack of interest, third-party support, killer apps, mm. stuff like that, stupid internet rules their online's terrible so but anyways yeah back to mario if you don't have it and you have even the slightest inkling in mario interest in mario go grab it yeah if you don't have a switch go get a switch and buy freaking mario yeah there's a bundle pack out there so big it up yeah you can always sell it after you're done if you don't want of course i don't (laughs) know why you will be listening to the spoiler version of this if you don't already have one Anyway, uh, yeah, that's it. We'll be back, maybe. Probably not, but... (laughs) Goodbye.